Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic. So join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Aaron Ng and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life, and much, much more. We'll be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. This month, in conjunction with World's Women's Day on the 8th, we are turning the spotlight on women and womanhood. In our modern society, a lot has been said about the role of women in society, in family, and with that, the idea of having it all. On social media, we may often see stylish moms with great careers and beautiful families and feel a sense of insta-envy at how wonderful their lives you know, look and there can be a real sense of expectation and comparison. But we, before we delve into that, today we'll be speaking with husband and wife, John and Jennifer. Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast, John and Jen. Thanks Hello. for having us. Hi, Hi welcome, welcome. Why don't you give us an introduction of yourself so our listeners know more about you. How long have you been married and how long have you been parents? Okay, uh, I guess I can go first. Um, my name is John. Uh, Jen and I have been married for 19 years now. Uh, we have a daughter, um, Alexis, and she's 10 this year. And what keeps you busy? Everything in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> what keeps us busy? Work, family, trying to stay sane. Mm. Uh, amidst all the different expectations and responsibilities that we have. Yeah, yeah and, and COVID kind of puts a kink into everything and just elevates it to a different level. So, you know, uh, it's trying to manage through. Yeah, I saw a post of uh, both of you together at your annual movie night. <laughs> you both went to watch a movie. What was that movie called? Wonder Woman! And I, I saw a friend commented on that photo that, you know, was that you in the poster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a standing joke, right? Yeah. John thinks that I am a Wonder Woman and I'll yeah. let him tell you why. Yeah, because she, she wonders all the time. She wonders where her keys are, her, her, where her watch is, her <laughs> glasses, even though it's on top of her head. <laughs> Uh, wonders where she parks the car. <laughs> yes, yeah. so I am Wonder Woman. Yeah, she wonders all the time. <laughs> Jen, do you think some people consider you more than that? You know, like a Wonder Woman? Well, I have heard people describe uh, me that way as well, using those words. And I always found it very interesting. Sometimes I wonder if it is a compliment or not. How about you, John? Do you think that Jen's a Wonder Woman? In a way, yes, and if you reference it to the movie, uh, Wonder Woman, the movie, that, uh, the movie actually shows two sides of, of uh, her as a superhero and just as a normal person, per se, right? Um, I, I would say that Jen is uh, she's strong, she's determined, uh, she is courageous, you know, she gets after things that she has a passion for, but at the same time, um, she's got her soft spots, she, she still needs support, you know, so I think uh, when, when you look at it that way, yeah, there will always be this strong part and then this other part that just needs support and just down to earth. Like, yeah. So both of you actually wear quite a few hats and juggling roles is key to the idea of being a Wonder Woman. A person somehow is supposed to be able to juggle all that they've been given and to do it all. So there are some 
common roles that women um, feel that they need to ace, right? And some of them are being a mom, uh, being a wife, and also being a career woman. And um, I think let's cover the area of being a, a wonder wife. You guys have a, a great love story. Do you think now, after 19 years, uh, you're more mature to approach your role as husband and wife? Definitely, after 19 years, we better be <laughs> more mature. Uh, I think it changes with the seasons as well. And as we go along the years, uh, our seasons change, our lifestyles change, our priorities change. And therefore, the relationship also changes. And I think for most part, I would say the change has been good and has been uh, relevant and in sync with uh, how we are also developing as individuals. So yeah, like you mentioned, there are a lot of expectations, spoken, unspoken, of women. And I think just the idea of being Wonder Woman is the fact that people only see what is on the outside. And um, it depends on also what kind of context. For example, if you're at work, people expect you to be a, a wonder working career woman. And then they know that you're a mom. Then they also expect you to be a wonder mom. Then they know you're married, they will expect you to be a wonder wife. And then if uh, you are looking after your own extended family, they expect you to be wonder daughter, wonder sister, wonder everything, right? So I think maybe the pressure that women sometimes feel is that there is just no way I can be good at all these eight to ten hats that I'm wearing and then it becomes uh, very self-defeating and I think I have seen that in myself, I've seen that also in friends, in people that I help as well and uh, perhaps that's the part that uh, we, we really need to address and see if there are ways to move away la, from the unhealthy expectation. As what you mentioned, it, these are like myths, right? That we can be a wonder everything. And it's really difficult. And in, in your journey, have you had expectations of each other even? I, I know, you know, as husband and wife, there is a certain expectation they have of the other. Um, but maybe they was not realised or maybe it, the expectations were also sometimes not fair. Um, do you express it to each other? Well, definitely there were expectations and I think there always will be. Uh, so for me, uh, because I do a lot of frontline work, I am uh, used to public speaking, leadership, being in the forefront of things and I, in my professional career, I'm generally the one up front. So when I come home, I don't want to take leadership. When I come home, I just want to be Jen, the, the woman, the wife, the person, not anything else. So I think uh, in the early years, it was even more difficult uh, because I realised that I came home and I was still sort of having the unsaid expectation that I still have to juggle things at, at home. And then uh, it took many, many conversations and also many uh, confrontations, discussions, dialogues as well. And I think, I wouldn't say that we are completely uh, settled with that. I think because as we go, grow older, uh, we also have different things that are added onto our plates. So it is a constant dialogue that I need to have with John that for me, I may look really strong on the outside, but when I come home, I'm exhausted. My mental capacity is used up and I really, really cannot have, I don't have energy to figure out what I'm going to eat for dinner, 
um, whether uh, you know I've planned everything for my child. You know, we need to do this together and not just by myself. So I think that from my end is how uh, we are also trying to work out the expectations. Yeah, early days, you know, we um, we talk about change, right? So change, um, I guess for us, it's at different milestones, the needs would evolve. Um, you know, so so in the same way, when she comes back from work, she's tired. Uh, for me as well, when I come back from work in my capacity, I'm like, you, you kind of want to just shut down for a while. Um, but at the same time, we, we can't both shut down. Right, so you know, in early days when we were trying to make these adjustments, I think yeah, there were. Um, it's not smooth sailing, you know. We've had our arguments, we've uh, we kind of talked it out, calmed down, and then from there we we learn uh, We learn how to, uh, in a way, negotiate with each other and say, okay, I'll just I'll get this done, and then you get this done. So it's it's always a learning process, you know. It's um, in in the early part of it, we we. For, for me, I wasn't intentional in some of these things, so which caused frustration. You know, so uh, husbands, if you're out there listening, just beware. Huh? Um, and, and I think it's, it would be good to clarify. Um, and in the same way, the wives, you know, don't, be, don't be afraid when, when your husbands come and ask you, lah, you know, uh, and kind of just air it so that we can talk it through and, and move on in a sense, you know, work together to move on. Um, so I, that was quite key um, after the the initial adjustment periods, and um, at the same time, with, with when you have a child with you, um, it will evolve with the child because the child would also you know continue to grow. They would also have different milestones, uh, you know, coming out of preschool, primary school, and all kinds of stuff. Um, so I, I, I guess um, the key would really be just talking it out and and not have that expectation of, oh, okay, like, this person's going to do it, whether it's your husband or wife. Um, yeah, the chat, chatting this, uh, these things out would be good. Yeah, now your daughter is 10 years old, but let's talk about how your motherhood journey started. You know, how both of you handled having been, you know, now you're a, a parent, um, a mom, a dad. Did motherhood add on stress to your role and having to juggle everything in life? Of course. Of course, you know, motherhood starts from the point when you realise you're pregnant. Parenthood starts that from that point. It doesn't start only when the baby is out. And so uh, the moment we found out we were pregnant, actually that was the start of our parenthood. And for me, that year when we got pregnant was a big year for me. I was starting a new church and I wrote a book. And, and then I got pregnant all at the same time. So sometimes I laugh and I say, I gave birth to three babies in one year. That was a very, very crazy year for me. And in the end, like very quickly, I knew that there was no way I was going to be able to juggle all three. And so the thing that I postponed for a year was my book, the launch of my book. Uh, but I, because the church had just started, so I couldn't drop that. And then, of course, my, my, my baby you know, <laughs> was there. Uh, it was probably one of the most challenging times of my life. I mean, nothing could have prepared us for that. And uh, so I think one of the most difficult struggles that I had personally was how can I be good at everything? Because I was so highly responsible for everything. And then I realised that, my goodness, I, this is the first time I realised I really cannot. And to come to a point to acknowledge that I cannot was very difficult for me because 
I, I'm a high achiever kind, you know, I'm driven and I, I, I like to pursue success and to come to a point to say, I cannot. <laughs> it was very humbling and uh, struggling with sense, a sense of self, the, like whether you know, I still have the self-worth, am I still good enough? Uh, have I lost something? Uh, is motherhood, has motherhood stolen my success in my career? You know, all these thoughts definitely crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah and, and John, you know, when all these changes were happening for Jen, how do you react or how do you adapt to those changes as well? There were changes with me too. <laughs> so while she was going through all of that, um, I had changed jobs and um, I was, uh, I was uh, previously with um, this organization, the Star Performing Arts Centre. So it being a, a, a venue... Uh, weekends were crazy for me, you know, and and it came to a point whereby I just decided I would quit and and move on. And of course, you know, um, a job presented uh, itself, and I was able to step into that that role and kind of help support the family and all that. So while she was adjusting, I was also trying to manage my own adjustments and then learning together where we needed to support each other in the sense, lah, you know, and, and adjusting that. You had to be intentional in adjusting to Jen because she mentioned about that a bit of that guilt or perhaps even a bit of that loss of identity yeah you know I, I think it's a very uh, stressful period I guess even as a husband and wife yeah um, in, in some things you do have to be intentional I, I think you know when, when it comes to these situations whereby uh, people are getting tired out you have to be able to step up like, and, and support. But there are also other things that it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a no-brainer. You just need to kind of just step in and do it. For us, you know, when, when we talk about um, parenthood and starting out as parents, I think both of us were intentionally hands-on. Um, I, I myself, uh, I, I just try and learn. Like, I, I help out as much as I can uh, to relieve the stress. Like, for example, on the, on the weekends when she is, you know, lead, up there leading and doing her stuff, I'm actually in the back taking care of her, feeding uh, Alexis and, and stuff like that, you know. So, um, you know, people ask us, wow, how come you got this kind of bond? I, I just say, no, it's just from young. It's, it becomes a very natural thing. And I think the uh, being a father, it just kicks in, I would say. Um, and so that's, that's really um, tr just trying to manage the time, uh, coping with it. And, and men, we, we cannot make assumptions, no? especially if, your mom, if the mom is working, right? Um, you know, we, we can't expect that they have to do the work and then come back and then, or maybe throw back to you, and then I can go do my own thing. Uh, we, we also can't do that. You know, there, there needs to be a time of just settling down and then... Um, figuring it out, you know. So as time went on, we went into a bit of a rhythm, which helped. So, yeah, so I must add that um, John was very intentional in a lot of his decisions and um, actions, especially when we were new parents. Uh, he was intentional in being hands-on. I think that really helped when I knew that even though he didn't know how to do it, he was trying uh, so that was a good thing to, to, to work on. And the other thing was, we actually didn't have a lot of help externally. We didn't have a helper. And uh, it, it was mainly only my mother who could help periodically. And that was it. So 
because both of us were always tied up, uh, especially on weekends as well. So there were times when it was just really madness. We had to ask the church to babysit our child. Uh, I remember the times where I had to preach and Alexis was inconsolable. She just needed mom and no one could replace. And so preaching halfway, I would see one of our church members running in with Alexis and I would just grab her in the middle of a message and just continue preaching wow. with the baby. It, it was so difficult for me but uh, and I felt so bad, you know. But I must say that after... After that, when I speak to my church members and speak to different people, actually everyone just said that was like the best message ever because we saw visually how it was like that, that we just do family together. So I think having the extended support network was very important for us in juggling all the responsibilities that we had. You know, just from what you shared, it seems like that was being a role model. And do you think that we need to have more role models around us to show us how it's being done? Oh, definitely. I mean, the role models is not just what you look like when you're successful, but what you look like when you are desperately failing, when you are breaking down, you have no idea how to do it, you are losing it. And, uh, and then how you recover and get stronger from that. So I think the, the stories need to come out. Uh, of course, social media with all its beauty doesn't help sometimes uh, where people get envious and we don't see what goes on behind the scenes. But I'm also not to say that we glorify the, the, the mess as well in that sense. You know, we need to say, yeah, there are real struggles and there are real tensions that we face, but uh, then how do we prioritise uh, our lives in such a sense that we don't lose ourselves, we don't lose our marriage and we don't lose our children as well. And, and these can be uh, difficult conversations. And I would say uh, one of the things that I've learned is to appreciate and embrace the fact that we have seasons in our lives and that you may not necessarily be able to accomplish all you want to accomplish in one season. But if you kind of think it through in terms of your entire life, you will have seasons in your life where you're very good at your career and then you will have seasons in your life where you need to look after children or look after elderly parents or work on your marriage or maybe personally you may have health challenges or whatever and I don't think there should be any guilt in saying this season, this is my priority and it's different from the earlier season. Being a strong person also doesn't mean that uh, you have to tough it out and do everything on your own. I, I think that's a very big misconception or, or at least it looks like a front to a lot of people where um, they only show you the success stories, right? Um, we talked about, but, you know, um, sometimes you need to ask for help and when, sometimes when you don't ask for help but people offer to help, don't be afraid to accept help. I, I think for us, if, if we didn't have our friends that came alongside us and just, you know, pick picked up Alexis and started to look after I don't think we'd have <laughs> made it through the number of years that we were doing this, uh, you know, together. Like, and um, so, so I would say drawing a parallel is the same for uh, the movie Wonder Woman. It's, it's the same thing. Uh, she needed help and she wasn't afraid to accept help and, and knew when she needed help, you know. So... Um, I, I guess that should be an encouragement to, to, to folks like that uh, sometimes struggle 
don't be afraid to, to ask and accept help. What are some tips you can offer to our listeners, right? If they feel that right now I don't feel like a Wonder Woman, I, I feel that I'm, I'm actually messing things up. Well, I think the first thing is uh, you can be honest with yourself and look at what is going right instead of just looking at what is going wrong. And don't, don't compare it to anyone else. Just really be honest with yourself. And if it's really a small success, you know, just say, for example, you have a great relationship with your child, for example, and that has been going right, just celebrate that. And, and work on that. And yeah, because we can get very overwhelmed with what we feel is not going well. For the, the husbands, I would say, um, very key, uh, you, we always hear this phrase, happy wife, happy life. Um, so one, one word of advice, you know, brothers out there, you know, do your housework without being told. <laughs> uh, just a practical, very practical tip, you know, when you talk about tips. Uh, don't, don't wait for somebody to ask you to do it like, because when, the, when your wife opens the mouth I think a bit late already and, you know, and to qualify uh, buying a, a robot vacuum does not equate to doing housework <laughs> you know even though you are the one that's programming and pressing the button to send the robot to go clean the corners um, yeah I, I, I think I mean jokes aside I, that's, that's just one small thing but these little little small things add up to be um at the end of the day, something that's very helpful. Uh, and, and don't go seeking for appreciation. No. You know, these kinds of things are sometimes it's your, it's your responsibility. You just you know, go for it. Um, I do dishes and I don't make noise. <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And during this, I, I guess, during this pandemic season, um, working from home also, like I said earlier, adds a, another layer to complexity right? and to pressure. Um, just to give you an example, sometimes both of us have to work um, at the same time, we're on calls at the same time and, and you know, Alexis is in school, but when she comes home in the afternoons, we may still have to be on calls. How, how do you even figure that out? So, you know, don't start, you know, going at each other's throats. I think you just need to sit down, plan this out and, and work it out with your child and be able to work through some of that, lah, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not just us. I think it it's applies to everyone. That's really practical. I think, you know, husbands, if you're listening, um, yeah, go do the housework. Don't wait to be asked. Um, and yeah, happy wife, uh, happy life, uh, both for you and, and your wife as well. Um, Jen, you know, you have been working with women through um, these years, right? And um, from your example, I, I believe most of them actually are witnessing and seeing how you are living out family life. What are some words of encouragement you have for women uh, who may be struggling with some of the decisions they have made um, or even, you know, perhaps even felt guilty about choices they have, they have made in the past? Hmm. I, I would say, first of all, and I, I, I shared it just now as well, is to recognise that the season that you find yourself in may not be permanent. Ha have hope, you know, be hopeful that things will change because you, your, for example, your child will get older. Uh, your child will, at some point of time, stop waking up three times a night. You will get some sleep eventually. Uh, you, you may not, if you're a single parent, you may not be a single parent forever. You, you never know. Uh, if your child may be a little bit hard to uh, discipline at the moment, that may not be a permanent state as well. So I think having hope 
of things changing and improving is very important because if we don't have any sense of that my life can become better or things can become better, we will be very, very discouraged and we can actually sink into stuff that we don't want to sink into, like depression and things like that. So I, I would definitely want to encourage and, and uh, inspire anyone who is, everyone who is listening to, to appreciate and enjoy your present and have hope that your future can be better. So true that our happiness cannot be hinged on, and on things that we want to achieve, whether it's at work or with our family, but really it's on your intrinsic worth, whether you're comfortable in who you are, um, being assured that you are at the right place and having a right purpose. Um, Jen, you know, you've shared a little bit of the work that you do at Safe Place. Um, if our listeners want to find out more about, about what you've been doing and want to support you, where can they find out more information? Uh, just drop by our website, safeplace.org.sg. Thank you, John and Jen, for being with us today. You know, we've heard so much uh, insight, so much uh, practical tips. Um, and yeah, thank you for, for being with us on this episode. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. So for our listeners, our counselling support services are available online and you can find out more at www.family.org.sg slash counselling. Or you can subscribe to our monthly e-newsletter www.family.org.sg slash subscribe and with that this is uh, Aaron for the Paranet Podcast thank you so much for listening and have a great week with your family Music